God is love. And everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. The essence of God is love. And so if we are created in the image and likeness of God, as I always say, we have to test positive of God's DNA. If we are not positive of God's DNA, then we are not children of God. And that DNA is the love that God carries. So anyone, according to St. John, who does not live in love is not begotten by God. If we love God and we love one another, then that is the litmus proof that we are children of God. God who loves so much that he even sent his son as an expiation of our sins. Not because we love God, but because he loved us first. And St. Paul puts this beautifully when he says that even though we were yet sinners, God sent his son to suffer and to die for us. That is the love we're talking about. Love that is not loving because of what he's going to get back. Love that is giving out for the sake of the other. Losing something precious for the sake of the other, for the good of the other. God only son is loved and precious in the eyes of the father. But he let the son go so that you and I could be beneficiaries of that love. Because we had reached a stage that there was no way we could be reconciled to God except God himself taking that initiative. In the gospel, Mark tells us that people were flocking to Jesus because they were desperate. They were desperate without hope. They were desperate without any vision or goal. They were desperate to listen to Jesus. And so Jesus was moved with pity. He had compassion of them. He was so concerned about the desperation of these people. And we are told he taught them. They were willing to be with Jesus all day. And at times we ask ourselves, when we have the first Friday adoration, how long would we want to be with Jesus? You come here and it is always the TSTs, the same 10, the same 12, you know, who are always here. And at times you come in here and there is only one person left. And he or she wanted to leave, but because some, nobody is here, they keep waiting. These people listen to Jesus. They stayed with him all day. But we want to deal with Jesus in the form of trade unionism. Lord, oh, 30 minutes, this day is good. 
Lord, you see, I've tried. I've given you one hour, you know. But if the whole man, we have this Eucharistic adoration, spending time with Jesus, contemplating his love, beholding the face of God, I think it's something we would like to spend more time with him as the people did. But then when it was getting late, the disciples wanted Jesus to dismiss them. Here is a deserted place. There's no food here. This is a desert. Dispatch them so they can go to the nearby villages and find something for themselves. And Jesus says, you got to feed them yourself. Probably the disciples might be thinking, this is insane. And that's why they quote, 200 days wages worth of food will not even suffice for each one to have a little. There was a big crowd. How do we feed them? You know, when the Lord calls us to a ministry, to a mission, we might not have all that it takes to undertake that mission. But then, if we are willing to be part of the mission, the Lord supplies what is needed to be successful. The Lord does not call us and leave us in the middle of a challenging ministry. No. He gives us the grace. He is always available to us. And he calls us because he knows we can accomplish that on his behalf. And he's never going to abandon us. He will be with us. So we need to trust that the providence of God is always available to us. Go and check how many loaves and fish do you have? They went and came by and said, this guy, I don't, I don't understand him. We got only five loaves and two fish. What is this? And Jesus says, let them sit down in groups on the green grass. And I wonder what was going on in the minds of the disciples. Let them sit down with only five loaves and two fish. We are only wetting their appetite. What is it for? Then Jesus took the bread and the fish. He gave thanks, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to the disciples, gave it to them. And they were all filled. They ate to their fill. About 5,000 men. And I believe that if there were 5,000 men, probably there were 6,000 ladies and probably 1,000 or 2,000 kids who had been with Jesus all day and were really hungry. They ate and then they gathered the leftovers and they had 12 wicker baskets full. The leftovers were even more than what they started with. When the Lord helps, when the Lord answers our prayer, when the Lord provides for us, he gives us more than we need so that we can share the surpluses with those who lack, who also need it. But my point here of reflection is that there are 12 wicker baskets of fragments left over and there were 12 apostles. So technically, each apostle is going to get a basket full. And what are they going to do? To feed the people. We got the responsibility. 
the responsibility of feeding the hungry, the responsibility of taking over the ministry of Jesus Christ in our world today. It is my responsibility. It is your responsibility. We have the vocation to have the compassion on people. The vocation to express the love of Jesus Christ for the people. You know, anytime we come to celebrate the Eucharist, anytime we come to Mass, we come to encounter the Jesus who feeds us with the word as he did for the people. And then later on, he feeds us with the bread of life. Remember the words, Jesus took it, gave thanks, which is Eucharistia, to give thanks. That is the essence of our Eucharist. Thanksgiving by our Lord Jesus Christ. And he blessed it. And you hear these words in the words of consecration. He took bread in his sacred hand. He gave thanks. Look up to his heavenly father. He said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to his disciples saying, Take, this is my body. And eat. You know, so it is the presentation or prefiguration of the Eucharistic celebration which we are part the essence of our Catholic faith. So when we come, this miracle happens. This experience happens among us. And so the leftovers are those ones we are going to take home. Once we receive the Eucharist, we are going to share that love, become the conduit, the reflection of the love of God in our world. As images of God, as children of God, carrying the DNA of divine love, the Lord wants us, after receiving Christ in the Eucharist, after experiencing the love and compassion of our Lord Jesus Christ in the celebration, we are to go out there to share, to break ourselves as Jesus breaks himself in the bread to crush ourselves as the wine is crushed from the grape and pressed for the benefit and for the joy of other people. Today, as we celebrate and honor St. Elizabeth and Satan, who dedicated her life to serving and in educating the poor, shall we also dedicate our lives, our time, our treasure, and our talent in helping the poor and needy in society. Amen. Amen.